The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I'm curious of what what you guys do for those things. Like, what are the dual-purpose things or the multi-purpose things that you have as as men what's your advice around that um one of the well, if you, one if of the you, things that go ahead Trev. Uh, so okay. many answers Sorry, it's so exciting <laughs> so many answers. <laughs> one of the things that is the biggest issue i think for packing for women and men um maybe a little more for women but i think it happens to men too is is shoes Welcome to the Budget-Minded Traveler Podcast, your source for the tips and tactics that will inspire and equip you to travel the world. And the best part? It won't break your bank. And now, the Budget-Minded Traveler herself and your host, Jackie LaLainen. Hey guys, we're back again with another special episode featuring three other travel podcasters. Jason Moore from Zero to Travel, Travis Sherry from Extra Pack of Peanuts, and Nathaniel Boyle from the Daily Travel Podcast, which is now called The Travelers. And besides the rapid fire roundtable discussion that we did in the last episode, which on this podcast was episode 61, we each also chose one topic to discuss among all of us that we would publish separately on each of our own shows. So this week, you can also check out their shows to hear the topics that they chose. And right here, you get to tune into the topic that I chose, which is packing. And what's brilliant, I think, about this is that while I actually talk about packing a lot on my blog, you guys know that I love it. Um, And I've even had a podcast on here about it, episode number 34. I've really only been able to offer my perspective on packing as a female Um, even when I can provide tips for males, it's just not the same. So I specifically wanted to bring it up with these guys who are all experienced packers to see what their expert tips are for all my male listeners out there. So you can find notes from this episode at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 62. And I really hope it's helpful for you guys. So here we go with Jason, Travis and Nathaniel. Let's talk about packing. I am kind of a ninja, ninja carry-on packer. Um, and I did give myself that title. But I love to pack light and stick to carry-ons only. I always just have a backpack with me. And every time I travel somewhere, I post a packing list, like a v- very detailed packing list for that specific trip on my blog. They're like the most popular um, posts on my blog, actually. And my readers obviously find them very helpful, but I have yet to talk about it on a podcast because I don't have the male perspective. And um, I actually have been meaning to for a long time, get some, get, get some male being on here who travels to, to talk about what they pack. And now I have three of you. <laughs> and so, um, and you're cornered. So uh, that's what I would love to talk about today is, is packing. So first of all, do you guys prefer to just carry on? Are you with me on that? Or do you suitcase backpack? What do you use? I avoid checking at all costs and I have a shoulder bag that I can, I sadly cannot recommend to anyone because I think, I think I got it at like TJ Maxx or or Marshall's or one of those stores, you know, like it was just 
just a bag I needed. I, I saw it. It looked great. It's a Callaway, kind of like a golf bag. You can fit a folded suit into it. It actually comes with a garment bag on the back. This is not like your backpacker material, right? Like this is not a mm-hmm. traveler thing, but this is how I travel. Um, I, it has two, two zipper, uh, sections and then two, two front pouches with all your little pockets on the inside. Uh, it's very simple. I throw it over my shoulder with the shoulder strap. I, uh, tighten the shoulder strap and I slide it to my bag. Uh, to my, I slide the back, the bag to my back. Um, and that, that's what I do. And it fits in every carry on compartment. Although it's very, it's, it's on the large side. So this is the bag I swear by. And sadly I can't recommend exactly what it is because it's not something you can find. But something similar. Do you yeah. also carry then like, uh, another, like a briefcase or like a man purse or <laughs> anything besides just the one bag? Depends on the trip. Um, I have a, uh, I have like a leather, uh, no, not leather. I should say it's like a cloth and leather strapped uh, bag for my, all of my work things, which I'll I'll pack separately. I also have a camera bag that's very small. Um, the point of keeping these bags very small is that I can fit them into my bag if I pack light and consolidate. So I'm only carrying one thing at a time. I think it's really important to have your hands free when you're traveling. Um, so I try and and to stay mobile and to be able to move around and be able to you know keep an eye on your things. So the less that I have, the better. Yeah. So it's. Travis from Extra Pack of Peanuts here, and I totally agree with you, Nathaniel and Jackie as well, that I of checking bags at all costs. I think that there's just it's just a big hassle all the way around. It costs money nowadays, especially um, you know if you're taking not long international flights, costs money to check bags. I hate waiting at the carousel and actually ha- like having to wait um, when you when you get out of the airplane and then sitting at the airport and not just going on your merry way to wherever you're going. Um, so I only ever carry on. Now, the one time that I do check bags is if I'm coming back to the United States and I want to bring either beer or wine home. So in the last three years, the only times I've had to wait for check bags have been when I've shipped boxes of alcohol home. So, you know, there are times where I'm going to go um, and go against the carry on rule, but only for those reasons. And uh, I just use a regular like a travel backpack. Um, not a, the one big thing I think that people should look for if they're looking at a travel backpack is going to be that I, I prefer the ones that aren't the top loading ones. So, you know, when you see hiking packs, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that, you know, you, they open from the top and you have to like reach through and to get your stuff. I like ones that open, um, that open up like a suitcase, but they're like a backpack. So I use a Tuga, um, backpack, which is, they make a carry on back and I, I use that. And then I typically then also have, they have a day pack with with them uh, with that bag, which is like a fifteen to twenty liter pack, which obviously used just for little day trips. And I throw stuff in there, and I usually put my electronics in there and keep that with me, you know, on a plane, and and so I can easily pull stuff out if I want to get my laptop out or things like that. So with those two things, I usually have plenty of room, unless I'm going somewhere that's really really cold, and then I just wear my heaviest clothes on the plane and um and worry about you know having to pack them later, like scrunching them into the backpack. That's brilliant. Um, I, I love that comment about the top loading. Oh my goodness. I'm actually switching. Um, I think this weekend I'm getting my new pack and it's just like the one you described. It opens like a suitcase and it has a day pack that connects to the outside. And it's an Osprey Farpoint is the one I'm going to get. But I've been using the backpacking kind, like the top loading. And besides being so incredibly like 
ridiculously frustrating to no end because I don't use packing cubes, Nathaniel, <laughs> um, of, Get of getting stuff out. I know, right? Of getting stuff out of the bag. It also... <laughs> It's like tears up my hands and my arms as I'm like reaching through all this stuff and and against the pack. And it's so frustrating when you're traveling constantly. So that's a brilliant point there. Yeah. And one of the cool things, I think a lot of companies are starting to hop on this. And Osprey was one of the first ones with their far point, which I've used before I use my Tortuga. And, uh, you know, if anyone's looking for it, they're called travel packs. Or if you type in like travel backpacks, that that might come up with a subset of ones that are different from like as you mentioned the the backpacks which are mm-hmm. usually more for hiking and and stuff like that but you still see a lot of travelers using those top loading ones so um i i would urge anyone if they have a top loading one to give the other kind of try because i think you'll be much much happier jason what do you carry yeah this is jason with the zero travel cast uh i I carry both, actually. Well, it depends on the situation. I know, Jackie, you mentioned that you just went to Patagonia. So on that trip, for example, it made sense to have a top-loading hiker-style backpack because I was trekking my butt off the entire trip. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I needed that dual-purpose backpack, the one that um, you can use for outdoor excursions, but so you could use for just for getting around and everything like that. Generally speaking, the same with you guys. I mean, I don't... I don't want to check a bag ever <laughs> unless unless I have to. And um, I've used a 40 liter REI pack, uh, which was great because it had a, a lot of straps on the outside. It could actually use it for some hiking as well. So I like to utilize the outside straps for things. If it, if it gets too overloaded, like when you come back and you got too much stuff, um, you need to put it somewhere. And if it doesn't fit in, you can start strapping shoes and different things on the outside and with carabiners and whatnot. It's one of my favorite moves. Um, and now I have the Tortuga set up as well, the same as Travis, where we use the you have the Tortuga backpack that's designed to just uh, carry on. So it's it's designed to like maximize the amount you can bring in a carry on and still get on the plane and they have the day pack as well. So, um, that's my setup. Nathaniel, I'm a huge King cubes guy as well. Um, huge. big fan of, uh, stuff sacks and cube and Ziploc bags. I love Ziploc bags. I'll, I usually jam like too many in there, but they're like basically ultra light packing cubes. Right. So, uh, they also prevent a lot of disasters from happening in your bag, (laughs) like, you know, things breaking and liquid going everywhere and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, there's a couple, there are a couple moves I like to pull when I'm getting on the plane. Like, uh, what I'll do, I, cause I just traveled with the Tortuga stuff and I had, I had so much stuff with me this time, you guys, cause I was moving to Norway. And, uh, so I had to bring, like I brought my guitar, I brought, a big suitcase. And I was like, Oh, traveling all off on New Jersey transit. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> and then I had the, the, the carry on bag, you know, that I was taking on the plane, but, um, and then I had the day pack too. But what I like to do is I like to set up the day pack before I get on the plane with like all the stuff that I want to have, like under my feet on the plane, you know? Yep. So I'll just like preset it with like my computer, whatever, Kindle, like a couple small things. And then I'll just put it right into the, the, the bag I'm carrying on like that. And then when I get on, I can just throw it up there and like pull it out really quick and then zip up the bag. It lives in the overhead and then I can put the day pack under my feet and have everything I want the for the flight. So, um, but yeah, minimalism all the way. And like, I think that the, the uh, probably, you know, I know 
Jackie, I mean, you bring a whole perspective for me because obviously I'm packing, I'm a guy I'm packing and you have uh, some different things that you're going to bring, I'm sure. Um, but just the dual purpose stuff, you know, like anything that can serve a couple of purposes will always cut down on, um, on the amount you have to bring. I mean, that's going to be a whole other discussion, I guess, trying to, um, you know, like how do you minimize it? How do you get it? So you're dead to the bare minimum. I actually really want to talk about that though, because I'm all about being minimalistic and, and dual purposes or multi-purpose, you know, I mean, being, the, bringing the most right. versatile, first of all, clothing that, I mean, it, it's much more difficult, I think, for women. Uh, in fact, I know it is. Sure. Let's not kid yeah. ourselves. Um, but you cut down half the things you need to bring if you can multi-purpose the things that you have. Um, but I'm, I'm curious of what, what you guys do for those things. Like what are the dual purpose things or the multi-purpose things that you have as, as men? What's your advice around that? Um, one of the, well, if you, one if of the you, things that, go ahead, Trev. Uh, so okay. many answers. Sorry, it's so exciting. <laughs> so many. <answers. laughs> one of the things that is the biggest issue I think for packing for women and men, um, maybe a little more for women, but I think it happens to men too is, is shoes because obviously they're, they're fairly bulky and they take up a lot of room. So forever when I was not packing just to carry on, I know the, the horror, the, the dark ages, um, I would bring like a pair of sneakers and I'm like, Oh, what if I played basketball and I like bring a pair of basketball sneakers? You know, I just bring all these shoes for all these different types of events that may happen if when I'm traveling. <laughs> and so one of the dual purpose that I do is try to cut down on the number of shoes and just, like for example now what i'll usually bring is is just three pairs of shoes and i and i only bring like barefoot shoes now because they're much thinner um they look just as nice as regular shoes and they you know they pack up to like a quarter of the size so i'll bring a pair of like boat shoes or, or boots that are barefoot which I, I get the vivo bare kind so then that's like my shoe to wear if i ever have to go out or do anything or even just you know casual and then I'll bring a pair of sandals and then I'll bring one pair of sneakers. So that's like kind of the dual purpose. Like, you know, I'll bring sneakers that if I had to like go hiking, I can hike in them. If I wanted to go running, I can run in them. And if I wanted to play sports, you know, it would, you could make it work. They're not going to be the perfect shoes for each one of those things, but it's like a dual or tri purpose shoe. Um, that's been the big thing for me is just not packing like specific, very specific items. Like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, just to build off of what Travis was saying, because, you know, you mentioned shoes, a couple other, I mean, Jack, if you're hitting on the multi-purpose items, I can name a couple things that mm -hmm. I use. And obviously, I think the, the matching of clothing is one thing. I mean, you can coordinate it right where your the minimal amount of clothing you have will work with multiple things. And I always like pack ultralight in the beginning if I, cause I always like to buy like a funky t-shirt or something like that. Like I know there are a couple things that I like to get on the ground. So, uh, I'll bring like one less t-shirt for example, or bring one that I'm, I'm more than happy to ditch when I, whenever I find something cool that I to replace it with, um, my bathing suit, you know, I love to run and work out and do active stuff. I usually just use my bathing suit as my workout shorts. So instead of bringing like an extra pair of shorts, I'll just, you know, wear like underwear with my bathing suit and that's can function as running pants. They can function as running shorts or whatever as well. Uh, there's some thin running shorts. Sometimes I'll chuck them in, but it depends on, on the room. Um, bandanas do a lot of awesome things. I'm a sucker for bandanas, whether you're tying around your head or your neck, using them for, uh, like brine dishes or I mean, there's like a million and one things you can use those things for. So, uh, 
that's another item that I think is indispensable for me. Uh, tying things up, like I said, on the outside of the bag, just a lot of different things you can use. And then um, the platypus water bottles, instead of like the stainless steel ones or like the big Nalgene bottles, which I like in my regular life, but when I'm traveling for an extended period of time, these platypus bottles, like literally they weigh nothing and they roll up to like, you can stick them in your pocket. So you know, it's good to travel with a water bottle and, uh, those water bottles are great. I've actually filled them up with hot water before to just like, I had like an achy back when I was trekking one time. So there are other things you can do with it as well. Um, so I think those are just a few examples in the shoes that Travis mentioned. I mean, those are, yeah, those are always a battle, right? <laughs> yeah. So I do, I just do the two pairs of shoes. I mean, I do the sneakers and then, um, but sometimes we'll all bring like a really skinny pair of flops for like showers. If it's going to be like nasty type of dirty traveling. Uh, and then, um, you know, maybe like a, a nice pair of sandals, like a pair of like Chaco sandals. I've traveled with quite a bit, uh, with like a good strong sole. So those are, I don't know, just a few things I'll pull out and share with you. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. The shoes is definitely a big thing. And I, I love that you guys basically have the same theory that I do with the shoes. I always bring flip-flops for the showers, always. And then a pair of walking shoes. Like right now I have a pair of Toms that are, sound like your boat shoes that you were talking about before. Um, they're just, they're very versatile. You can walk in them for a long time. You can dress them up or down. doesn't really matter. They kind of are just very versatile shoes. And then I have a pair of flat sandals that can be dressed up as well, but they pack down to like nothing. And then I also have my running shoes and that's because being active is really important to me. And so it's important to me to have those shoes with me, but those are dispensable if you aren't, you know, a runner or if you don't need them. And then I would say beyond the, the walking shoes and the sandals, you have to determine whether it's warm or cold where you're going, bring either a pair of like for women boots or sandals that are nice. And then if you're traveling demands that you bring another type of shoe, like wedding shoes or like running shoes, then, then you start expanding. But I think three pairs is the magic number. Nathaniel, I didn't get to let, I didn't, I didn't let you talk on that one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for me, it's, I love listening to, uh, to all of you guys and these, these sort of similar perspectives, because I'm going to bring a different, um, a different approach for me. Simplicity in living simply is kind of one of it's one of the things that I love about travel. It's, it's, uh, it's leaving home and all the stuff that's sort of maybe lying around on all the surfaces that are getting cluttered and it's escaping that and it's living more simply out of one bag. It's kind of refreshing. I find that to be a really nice <clears throat> process. It's sort of, it's like mentally cleansing, but then, you know, I want to be able to take all of this simplicity and this feeling that I, that I have, that I get from living out of one bag, and I want to bring that minimalistic approach back home. So on the flip side of that, I guess what that means is I don't really believe in buying things for specifically for the road that I don't use at home. And then I also sort of have a personal rule that I try not to buy anything that I don't like outright love, which usually prevents me both of these things prevent me from ever looking at like travel gear or going into, you know, REI and looking at like travel pants that zip at the knees and stuff like that. Like that's not who I am. I like to wear like a dark, dark jeans and dark t-shirt, you know? So that's like the Mm -hmm. foundation of my packing. I start there. I know depending on how long I'm going for, I pack X number of pairs of underwear and I pack uh, that many t-shirts. Right. And then I like to dress up maybe a little bit more than travelers, I think in general do, because people just sort of accept that 
fashion is difficult when you're when you're folding everything or you're cramming everything in your backpack and laundry is not readily accessible and ironing is difficult but mm-hmm. you know like i look for clothes that i can i can make that work for me that the traveler work kind of works for so like j crew i like collared shirts that button down right like I, I like wearing those rolling up the sleeves that's kind of how i roll i like j crew work shirts because they wrinkle and they look good when they're wrinkled so no big deal right so mm-hmm. I, I don't know i guess what i'm what i'm getting at is the shoes that i wear i have uh uh, leather Oxfords and leather flip-flops. Like that's what I wear. And Jackie, we were in Montana and you were showing me around Yellowstone and I was wearing like loafers. <laughs> you know, we were out hiking. <laughs> that's just, that's what I wear. Unless I'm going for a big trek or I'm on a trip that necessitates particular gear. I like to just keep things really simple. And so I, I, I am who I am and I, I wear what I wear no matter kind of mm-hmm. where I am. And I try not to let travel change what I buy. Instead, I just try to be really comfortable with the things that I have so that it's adaptable to my surroundings. I love that. And I think that's really important because I think people go overboard and they think way too much about what to bring traveling and they'll go out and buy things. And that's like exactly the opposite of what I recommend because one of the things that I say is, whatever you bring, make sure you love it because you are going to be wearing it day in and day out. Like make sure it's something that you wear all the time at home. Cause that's what you're going to want anyway. Um, and I was only laughing at you earlier cause I'm just sitting here in my <laughs> clothes that I've been wearing for like three days <laughs> uh, because I wear the same clothes like every day, but you know what? No one cares. So, um, okay, real quick then, uh, this has been really good. What kind of clothes do you do you just like how do you build your wardrobe? What do you start with? Do you have any magic numbers of anything that you bring with like jeans, t-shirts, um shorts? Um especially imagine a trip like mine like I'm I'm on this trip for a year. I'm hitting I already hit every climate in the first month. It's such but a, what I have are the I'm sorry, it's just it, like the, that's really what we need to to drill down on is, is the length of the trip. Cause a one week trip or a weekend trip is going to be completely different than a long-term travel approach. Totally. So let's take the long-term approach because okay. I always say that no matter how long you're going, well, unless it's going to be shorter than this, but even if you're going for two months or a year or like two weeks pack for two weeks, because you're going to use about the same amount of clothes. I mean, I would only vary that by maybe a couple of items like instead of three shirts bring five you know if you're going to go for a year but it's almost the exact same base which is why like all of my packing posts I want to drill it into my readers that they are almost exactly the same you know it's like I've just gotten really good at figuring out what I need um, so I want to hear your guys perspective on on what is it that you just go to what do you bring yeah, I think that's a really good way of going about it. I actually tell people like pack for one week and and that can get you through too because every I think people forget two things. One, that you can buy stuff abroad if you need it and and that it typically not not always will be more uh, cheaper, but depending on where you're going, could be substantially cheaper if you're traveling through cheaper countries. And um, and that doesn't mean to get really really nice stuff. If you if you need a T-shirt, like Jason was kind of alluding to, you can buy a T-shirt in Thailand, a couple dollars. Um, or you know, if you're in Italy, you can buy a really nice shirt for that's more expensive, and maybe swap that out for something that you brought. So I think people forget they can buy stuff when they go, and they also forget that they can do laundry. Like why pack? for 10 weeks worth of travel when you're not going to wear that at home. You typically do laundry every week or however often. Um, so I think if you remember those two things, it's really important. And then for me, I don't really have magic numbers, but I do exactly what Nathaniel was talking about where I don't buy anything specifically for 
traveling. Now, like I went on safari in Kenya and I bought one pair of pants that that um that I still don't wear at home, but that's the only item that I have that I, is like just a travel thing. What I do is I just I don't have. Uh, it does sound like we just lost Travis, but if Jason and Nathaniel, if you guys have anything else that you want to add to that, I would love to hear it. I'm just going through right now, kind of like a really quick packing list. The first thing I do is I think about like I think about what I'm wearing, or like I kind of like dress myself mentally, and then I just as I go, it's like okay, well, like underwear, socks, t-shirts. How long is the trip? And then, and then I, I pack based on that. If it's a long-term trip, then I'm going to be assuming that I can either buy, buy and replace things or do laundry along the way. So I'll probably shoot for around 10 to 12 like t-shirts because I figure that's decent. And if I have to rewear something once I can do that all twice. And so within, <laughs> within, uh, you know, like a, a two to three week window, I can usually find some mm-hmm. way to turn over my laundry. Um, and then from there, yeah. it's like, it, it's, it's about how you want to layer on top of that and what you want to look like. So I'm going to bring probably leather shoes, depending on the trip. If it's a trek, I'm going to bring boots. Um, and then I'm going to bring a, if I'm bringing a big pair of shoes, then I'm going to bring a small pair that compacts down toms or something like that are great. And then from beyond that, I think it's like, for me, I always find pants are kind of a tricky thing because jeans, I love jeans. I find, I find them, they're perfect for me. I just, I fit, they're comfortable. I, I wear them doing everything, but they're bulky, right? So mm-hmm. I never pack mm-hmm. more than one pair of jeans pretty much as a rule. And then it's just like, what other pants do I want to get? And uh, I have like some like pretty thin material, khaki style uh, pants, blue and brown. They, uh, they wear easy. They wrinkle well. They're kind of faded in color. They beat up really well. They don't need to be nice. So, uh, I'll go for that. And, um, yeah. And I kind of, I, I'd say that's like my, my foundation. And then in terms of, I always use, uh, hotel soaps and stuff. Like I'm always, I'm either buying it if I need it from a store or when I get there, I almost never pack ahead of time. But if I'm going long-term, when I was going around the world, I had just a big bottle of Castile soap and I used that for everything. Shampoo, mm-hmm. uh, soap, uh, shaving, right? So like uh, that took care of, of all my needs in one container. And uh, I think I bought like it in bulk at Costco before I left and then I put it into two little mini Nalgene containers. Um, that That really took, took care of that problem for me. I forget all about that soap, but that's actually a brilliant point. That all in one kind of soap. I mean, it's good for everything. If you want to, if you need to clean like uh-huh. your socks, you can, you can do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. It's, actually. It's, really it's brilliant. good. Are we alone on this? Is Jason still here? No, Jason's still here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> all right. Jason, what's, uh, what, what's your two cents? I will, yeah, I will, I will share really quickly. I have, um, a lot of things like I'll have one of each thing and I take a hybrid approach. Like I do want to be somewhat fashionable, you know, when I'm going out and stuff like that. Uh, but I also want to have some functionality that still looks good. So I'm a huge fan of these Prana pants that are just, they just look like regular khaki pants essentially, but they're, um, they're a, uh, you know, like a moisture wicking type of material. Um, and that's stuff I wear every day too, like in my everyday life also. So, um, like it'll be like, if I have some type of khaki or like some type of like regular pants, there'll be one, just one pair of those. And it'll be like sort of a moisture wicking type. And then I'll have like one pair of jeans and, um, I'll have one sleeve shirt with a collar that I just will wear for everything. You know, um, I'll have like one bathing suit, you know, I kind of bring one of each major thing, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And then when I get into two or three things, I can bring like two or three t-shirts, like two bandanas, 
I'll have like one, one of the t-shirts will be like a moisture wicking shirt. So it's just, yeah, it's pretty, I guess, minimal. And I also like dark colors because the, sh- the stains don't show up as much. Yes. Um, <laughs> so that's helpful. And, um, yeah, I find when I just go for a weekend or a week, and especially if I have a car or something, it's like I pack way more than I need because I'm just like, oh, just throw it in the car, just throw it in the bag, just throw it in the bag. Like <laughs> you don't really think about it as much. You're not as selective as when you're going for like months at a time. I don't know if you guys find the same, but I'm going through months at a time. I'm really scrutinizing what I bring. And then for magic numbers, I mean, usually like I'll heavy up on underwear, like maybe like seven to 10 days worth of underwear, but then everything else is just like, you know, a handful of outfits. Yeah, really, totally. That mix and match. So that's kind of the general vibe. I will leave you with one uh, extreme grooming technique for men, uh, which I like to do on a longer trip. Uh, you know, if you just shave and also shave your armpits, you can just like rock no deodorant and you won't get too stinky and you can just let your beard grow out and you don't really have to carry much besides <laughs> a toothpaste toothpaste and a toothbrush <laughs> wow that's maybe extreme and if i even just have <laughs> if i have a small bar of soap or something i'll even just use that as my shampoo and stuff too so i like literally have like a tiny ziploc baggie full of uh just full of a few things for toiletries like you can you can strip it really way down if you mm-hmm. want so that's such a go. good point i mean yeah, whether that's going to work for everyone or not, I don't know. But it's such a good point that, you know, sometimes just think outside the box and go minimal because you're going to survive. It's going to be fine. You can always buy something if you need to. Well, um, sure. thank you so much to all three of you for uh, weighing in on that. Um, I love to have the male perspective. So I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. No problem. Thank you. Thanks, Jackie. All right. There you have it. Now you guys are all going to be expert packers, right? <laughs> Uh, once again, you can find the notes from this episode at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 62. You can find Jason at zerototravel.com, Travis at extrapackofpeanuts.com, and Nathaniel at holocene.io. And um, before I go, I'd love to hear your feedback about these last two episodes. Uh, remember, you can always leave a comment on any of the show notes pages for any episode on this podcast. So feel free to do so or to reach out to me on, on Twitter travel, at Traveling Jackie. You can also, of course, find me on Facebook or in the Budget Minded Traveler community group on Facebook as well, which if you haven't joined that yet, come on over. It's free. It's a great way to connect with other BMT listeners about travel questions, planning, strategy, budgeting, everything. All right. That's all I've got for today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.